0: I'm out of uh, YouTuber phrases already. Hey guys, what's going on? We're the Cinefanatics. <laughs> yep. My name's Chris Adams. I'm Robert Adams. We're brothers who we both like movies. Stop, it's in our stop DNA. It. <laughs> we're both brothers that just like movies. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Cinefanatics podcast because we're the Cinefanatics and this is our podcast. You sound like a little happier about that. It's the Cinefanatics podcast. It's the Cinefanatics podcast. <laughs> i feel like you could actually just put this i could have just put a sound
1: effect in there you know it's that's completely possible to do hey guys it's within the realm of my editing i'm skills. moving on
0: <laughs> did you know that we are in the year of 2023 good lord well the year of someone's lord at least yes holy we made it to t- the, the world the planet I itself. still feel
1: like we're in 2020
0: yeah <laughs> i haven't moved beyond the pandemic yet uh, no one has <laughs> um it's crazy Uh, But yeah, no, we're in the year 2023, which is, it's it's a brand new year. Well, technically we're in the end of January, so it's been a brand new year for a month, so. Yeah, we're one twelfth of the way into this brand new year already. That being said, it's no longer 2022, so we're not talking about movies from 2022 anymore. Granted, I still want to see Babylon. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we're talking about movies that are going to be coming out in 2023, and that is this episode of the podcast. The movies we're anticipating for 2023, and maybe a few that we aren't. Uh, We could kind of call this like a companion piece to the marquee uh,
1: that we recently did, where we tier-ranked our most anticipated movies. Um, It's just like with that, because we were tier-ranking like 40-some-odd movies, we had to quickly blow through some of those. Like, yep, we're anticipating this movie. Nope, we don't anticipate this movie. Moving on.
0: Yeah, and there's a we're not, we're, uh, there's a few movies on here we want to dive a little bit more into and just talk about and talk about why we're excited about them and why you probably should be excited about them too because you need to trust our opinions and have the same opinion as us.
1: Or maybe some movies why we're not excited about them. And why you should trust our opinion and have the same opinion as us. <laughs> but you are still free to have your own opinion. Eh. <laughs> you (laughs) subscribe to my part of this channel not necessarily his that's
0: not how youtube or podcasts work (laughs) you could just hit subscribe on half of the subscribe button and i'll know if you're watching the video you might be wondering why do i have a laptop in my lap because i like the warmth it brings because it's not a head top or a foot top it's a laptop you put it in your lap i got nothing for that um, I barely had anything for that. <laughs> it's because I have to... There's a lot of movies that we have on this list, and I have to keep track of all of them, and they're right here in front of my face. Um, So, we can dive in. Do we want to, like, just... Do we want to, like, spoil all the fun and just go straight to, hey, let's talk about the uh, movies we're most excited for? Or do we just want to go willy-nilly, pick one on the list? And we'll just, just pick one and talk about What movie do you feel like talking about? I'm currently covering my eyes, and my finger is... Stopping at the timer for the podcast. Hey, did you know there's another Fast and Furious movie coming out this year? Oh, good Lord. This is where we're going to start this. <laughs> Why not?
1: So, I, I, I mentioned this on the marquee. I kind of wanted to... I, I did want to dive into this a little bit more. So, good good choice there, right off the bat.
0: Boom. Uh,
1: that... The the Fast and Furious franchise is a good franchise. For it being like an original idea, I'm really happy it is still going on this strong.
0: We've already had one spinoff, mm-hmm. uh, which wasn't bad. It was okay. It was okay. Give or, um, give or take it doesn't follow the rules of time and days correctly, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, The thing I like about it is it really did start off primarily
1: as a franchise about street racing, and now it's moved on to some kind of, like, James Bond team.
0: It was a hybrid of street racing and heists. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, crime, street racing. They
0: always had that, like, out-in-the-open highway stunt scene at the end of the movie that wasn't about street racing. but
1: Yeah, but it still involved driving cars really fast for the most part. Yeah. And most all of them have that in some form or another. Mama, I'm going fast. Yeah. Um. Sometimes that's on back city streets. Sometimes it's on the world's longest runway in an airport. Shaking big. That's
0: right. Yeah, if that happened, or something like that. I don't know. But
1: with with F9, I I was saying that I feel like it really reached a point where it's really just running out of gas, steam, whatever. In that like i think all of a sudden saying that dom has a dom and mia have a surprise brother that we didn't know about like nobody uh, talked about for nobody talked about 8 movies i feel like that's kind of like you're just trying to find something to keep the story going and so that on top of again the stupid insane stunts that they do in those movies yeah. they're getting even dumber uh, Tyrese's character is completely calling out what we're all thinking. Like, how are y'all not dead? How are we not dead yet? Like, that's funny, but I'm like, eh. it's jumping the shark. Yeah, that whole movie
0: jumps is, jumps the shark a lot. You know what? I'll, I'll forgive them if they do that stunt in one, in either the ten or eleven, jumping a shark. If they literally just jump a shark. If they get Henry Winkler in to do especially that, especially if Henry quick. Winkler's in there, yeah. And then they jump a shark.
1: Absolutely, killer. There's a reference. Um. But yeah, we saw F9 in the theater, and I was like, "It's a good movie," but like, I'm kind of burnt out on this now.
0: That's that's the and, thing. The franchise should have probably ended on the ninth one.
1: Yeah, and I, sh- I I I tried watching it again since it's been available like on streaming and stuff. I've tried watching it, and I just I couldn't make it through. Just uh, I'm not interested in this. Right. Uh, I did rewatch it again, like a couple of weeks ago or so, and I managed to sit through the whole thing. It's a it, it's a much better movie. I feel like it's a lot more decent than I give it credit for. But at the same time, I still feel like it's so difficult to get through. Like I just I don't care about these characters and their stories anymore. Right. Like,
0: uh, I mean, I do. I want to see what they do with the characters still. So, like, you you. You guys got me for 10 and 11, but don't you dare announce a 12. Don't you dare announce a 12 because I'll probably still go see it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. No, actually, no, there is, there is an extent to where you are, where your time with the movie is just up. Namely, Transformers 5. I never saw that in the theaters. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I didn't care to. Um, I don't feel like I missed anything.
1: I thought I saw Age of Extinction. At, yeah, that like was a, at a dollar theater, and I was like, I pay too much.
0: That was the that was the uh,
1: <laughs> the final nail in the coffin on that one. Yeah, uh, did see Bumblebee, and we saw Bumblebee in theaters, and I was super surprised Bumblebee. by how good Bumblebee was. Bumblebee was good. That whole opening sequence, the, yeah, carried the movie itself. Yeah, everything on Cybertron,
0: and, and yeah. neither one of us are huge Transformers fans. Yeah, so. Fast 10. I mean, I'm moderately looking forward to it. I think the franchise is done. I think it needed to be done. And so, 10 and 11 send it off. Send it off well. Hopefully they write good movies out of them cuz they could. They could still make really good movies out of the two of them. I just
1: I'm going to guess that they're going to end Fast 10. It's going to end on a downer. It's def- they're definitely going to go no. the route of Empire Strikes Back or Avengers Infinity War. It's going to end on a downer. And everyone's going to be super psyched. That how is this going to recover? Maybe in Fast Eleven or Furious Eleven, Fast and Furious Eleven.
0: Yep, exactly. Whatever
1: they decide to call it,
0: Flevenfest Eleven. Fuel f- 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 oh, The Eye and Furious is going to be one one. It's going to be Fast and Furious two two ones. In the place of my, it's going to be dumb. Um. Anyway, looking forward to that movie. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Transformers, why don't we just move to Transformers? Uh, Rise of the Beasts? It is supposed to be... uh, uh, Can we stop putting Rise in the title?
1: Yeah, everything's rising. Can we stop putting Rise or Darkness in titles? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Resurrection. Any form of resurrection, insurrection, like all of those.
0: Dark Knight Rises is probably the worst offender of this because it has both Dark and Rise in it. (laughs) Despite the fact that, that it's actually still a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, no, Rise of the Beast. Anthony Ramos gets me excited. The fact that this is coming after Bumblebee gets me excited. Is this supposed to be like a
1: full-on, like, direct? It's like, like sequel to Bumblebee. I I honestly have no clue. Or is clue. like Bumblebee supposed to be like its own thing, man?
0: This might be one of those situations where I'm oh, my own thing, man. This might be one of those situations where uh, we don't realize until we see the movie what the movie is actually supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Or maybe at least another trailer. But I don't know. Uh, Optimus looks cool in it. They actually make him made him look like more of the like OG Optimus look, not so much like the prior Transformers movies.
1: Oh, like they made him look like the Generation One yeah. Optimus Prime. Yeah, so uh, that I gives did, me a little bit of hope. I do like the look of Optimus Primal, but again, since I wasn't like primarily a Transformers fan, and the Transformers Beast Wars cartoon came out like in '97 or so, like the later half of the '90s. Uh, at that point, I was in high school. I was no longer, like, watching cartoons as soon as I come home from work. I wasn't watching Saturday morning cartoons if they even existed. So I you was definitely not interested. Saturday morning cartoons existed
0: when you were a high schooler. Oh, okay. I watched them. Yeah. Because you're so, old.
1: Yeah. I mean, I may have watched, like, reruns of, like, Spider-Man, X-Men, and Batman the Animated Series, and that was probably roughly about it. Yeah. If even those. Um but, yeah, so I never got into the Beast Wars. I don't know anything about I just know that the leader was Optimus Primal. I was like, huh, that's punny. But, yeah, I, I don't know anything about him. I don't care. But if this is supposed to be a follow-up to Bumblebee, even though it's not directed by Travis Knight, which I feel like is a major, major letdown. Uh, because... Stephen Cable
0: Jr. Okay, we'll... you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I did believe
1: did the second Creed. Creed two. yeah which he did good on that. That yep. was that was a decent movie. I, I mean, I I will give it the benefit of the doubt that potentially it is going to be the same as like Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. We've got a a good director in here. Hope, my hopes going to be kind of high on that. Um
0: we where know that we, where my... did we have that on there? Oh, Transformers all at D.
1: Oh, we got it at D. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: so my hopes high but not that high. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's high. I mean, the the thing is is uh is that hopefully, you know, you got at this point you got Michael Bay pretty much staying as far away as possible. His production company I'm sure is still handling it, but I don't know how much hands on he is with everything that his production company does so
1: i've noticed like with michael bay i like his stuff more if he's not in direct control of it correct and primarily if it is a movie that's based off of a pre-existing ip yeah. i don't want him really touching or messing with like he did with ninja turtles which uh, they're adds, kind of okay adds but too
0: much nonsense to it yeah
1: and i think he's better off with his own stuff bad boys Yeah, Bad Boys, Armageddon, as hokey as Armageddon was back in the 90s. It was still an entertaining movie. It broke records and people
0: loved it. Great soundtrack. (laughs) I like the island. Um, The island was good, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Speaking of Creed, let's just move on to that. (laughs) I like how we're talking about these. We got a flow here. Yeah, this is working. We're rocking the flow. No, Creed 3. Creed 3 looks great. It does, and it's being
1: directed by Michael B. Jordan, also.
0: Yeah, and you also, you know what else I like about this is, it feels. Even though I, you're gonna find out about this. Uh, this will this will be rectified by the time we get to Creed three. Um, while I still haven't seen Rocky five, the only one of the franchise I haven't seen yet. <laughs> you're
1: not missing much. <laughs>
0: This has the vibes of what I believe Rocky Five was, which is more of a street brawl. Even though I don't think this is going to end in a street brawl, no, it's going it, to. But it, it has the the personal. It has the personal touch between the main character and the villain and the yes. quote unquote antagonist villain.
1: So yeah, no no real spoilers for Rocky Five. You yeah, you pretty much have an idea of how it goes down. Anyways, it's yeah. Ro- Rocky befriends Tommy and trains Tommy, and then. Tommy gets a little cocky. He's got this uh like the devil on his shoulders, this uh, fight promoter uh is telling him to fight and he wants to go fight. Rocky's like no, and then they you know have I'll a disagreement. Fight Rocky. Yeah, they have a disagreement and it just ends up in a street fight and that's it. Like that is kind of where this seems to be going that we have uh we have Creed, <laughs> yep. Adonis, uh meeting up with his friend, I guess, Damien. What was his name Damien?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something
1: like that. He's meeting up with Damien. They're friends. They're catching up, and then there's going to be something that happens in this where they're kind of they're on different. They're going to have a disagreement. Yeah, they're on different ideals. Have disagree about something, and it's going to end in a fight. This one does look like it is going to end in a fight in a ring. So, uh, what I like about this, one of the things I have highly anticipated about this. And it is kind of a negative also. There's no Rocky in this. Sylvester Stallone
0: is not a part of this. It can be a plus or a minus depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah, uh,
1: which the thing I like about that, though, is they're allowing Michael B. Jordan, Adonis, to have his own story. Hey, why just let me chill on a beach with a Mai Tai, hey? Yeah, wow. <laughs> but he's he's allowed to be his own character. He, no, he doesn't have to be under, say, Rocky's shadow. So I like that. I, I, I think that's going to be pretty good. I'm just curious as to what exactly they're doing with Rocky. Cause... Yeah, because
0: you, you're left to thinking uh, they're going to take him out off screen, aren't they? Probably. Or, do, or are we just going to go with a, nope, Rocky moved somewhere else. He moved upstate for some reason. Yeah. And he's just retired. He left the restaurant to somebody else. Did, I, I can't remember if he still owned the restaurant, but... He did at the end of like, at least as of Creed two. Yeah. So he's leaving the restaurant to somebody else. He's moved on. He's retired. He's just basking in his past glories and all that. And yeah, that's all we need to know. I, I wouldn't actually doubt it if they did that. If they didn't actually do a Rocky death, he just retired and, and moved somewhere else and is just chilling.
1: Yeah, because that's the question. Like, I mean, since the first Creed movie came out, everyone's been anticipating when are they killing off Rocky. I don't think they need to. they'll kill off Rocky to seemingly pass the torch. And yeah, at this point. Now that I'm saying this out loud, I don't think they need to. We've already had, I think it was, was it the first Rocky movie where he had like the scare where he was in the hospital? Something
0: like that. Yeah, I can't. they've done it. They've done it in this portion of the franchise. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, he's in the hospital. Here's where he's gonna die. I feel die. like it's redundant and doubling down if they turn around and be like, oh yeah, it caught back up with him and now he's gone. Uh, I kind of like the idea because uh,
1: Creed 2, spoilers, uh, ends with him <gasps> reuniting with his son after they've had a disagreement that yeah. didn't end in a street fight for some weird reason. I guess because his son's
0: uh, Milo Ventimiglia... Why do you set yourself up to hey, say I'm names that person, you know that you can't? I'm not can't, the
1: person who named them. Why
0: do you set yourself up to say names that you know you're not going to be able to say? I'm not the person who named that in, in particular
1: individual. Mila Amelia. Sure. You said it. <laughs> like, he's reconnecting with him. Um, and, like, I kind of like that because it kind of leaves, like, a seemingly happy end for Rocky. Yeah. He reunites with his family. He gets to know his grandson.
0: Everything's A-OK. okay but, I mean, it looks good because one of the big factors of this is going to be the Jonathan Majors of it all, and that dude's having a stellar career I so far. I see what you're doing. He's had a stellar career so far. Uh, I still want to see Devotion. Apparently, that's on Paramount Plus right now. So Nice. Yeah. We've got to check that out soon. Um, he's been doing a lot of great work. He did some great work in Loki, mm-hmm. uh, which is on Disney Plus. We're just promoting all the s- streaming services today. Yeah. just sign up for all of them ditch your cable and sign up for all streaming services y'all No, i know i did um, Hey-o. um <laughs> and uh speaking of uh jonathan majors from loki and having a stellar year quantum mania looks fantastic i so, was so forced <laughs> i took two minutes to get there <laughs> i swear i'm not actually doing this on purpose well that one that one l- you that, did. that one a little bit was but <laughs> the string is just happening how do we attach? How do we connect Quantum to Barbie?
1: I'm actually surprised we didn't go back and talking about uh, the f- people forcing the word "rise" in a title. Like, well, speaking of r- movies that have the title "rise" in the title, let's talk about Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't want to talk about that. I know you do We don't. probably will though, because uh, uh, I can do something on horror real quick. You can, so. you can do a splash. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, Ant Man and the Lost Quantum uh, this is gonna be our first Marvel movie out of the gate for 2023. We're getting it here in a few weeks at this point. Yes, and I've never been so hyped to buy a Hot
1: Toys figure okay. immediately. Uh, Modok. I mean, I've got this. We've got this uh, Marvel Legends Modok. Do you think they'll make a Hot Toy of Modok? I don't know. Will it look like Corey stole? <laughs> if Corey Stoll's playing him, they've got to get Corey Stoll's likeness rights on that. I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've got this Marvel Legends. Those of y'all that are listening, you can't see it. A uh, video. Uh, we have this Modok figure that's on our set, and I love that. Is probably my favorite like Modok toy rendition I've ever seen. Is of that him. a Marvel Legend? Uh, it is. Yeah, it's a Hasbro Marvel Legend. Uh, it was. Yeah, it. I really like that one. Yeah. I do
0: like the character of M.O.D.O.K.,
1: so I am super eager to see I, him on screen.
0: I've been interested in seeing if they would ever adapt M.O.D.O.K. Because M.O.D.O.K. is one of those characters, I think, and we're just going way too long on M.O.D.O.K. here, but just bear with me. Uh, M.O.D.O.K. is one of those characters for the MCU that's like, ah, look, they push it with Groot and Rocket. I get it. We got Guardians of the Galaxy. We get some wild stuff. I don't know if they'll ever do M.O.D.O.K. But then it's gotten so far. Like, we're how many movies is the MCU? Like, almost 30, if not right at 30. We're going into phase five. Yeah. This is the start of phase five is what I'm saying. And at this point, if they can't pull off MODOK, then I would be incredibly shocked. And the thing, I I get kind
1: of get an idea why is because now to be able to push the boundaries, especially with what villains they could be bringing in you're going to need to really push the boundary of, like, what would make sense in this world. Um, Especially, like, if you're going into X-Men, you have the potential of bringing in, like, Apocalypse, which I don't think was quite done right in the X-Men Apocalypse movie. But bringing in Apocalypse or Mojo, which I don't know if they'll ever do Mojo, but, I mean, you're going (sighs) to get into these, these silly characters, and you're going to need to be able to pull them off in a realistic way. Or you just embrace their comic book heritage and the, the
0: audience will follow you. You do what to the characters in a realistic way? You embrace them. Well, the hammer pulled you off. Yeah. <laughs> off the ground. Um. Anyway, yeah, there's some crazy characters, one of which is Kang. Jonathan Majors, Uh, when he was casted in the role, I was like, I don't know who this is. I don't know who Jonathan Majors is. At that point, I think he was only on that... Uh, Harder they fall. No, he wasn't even in harder they fall yet at that, that time. That was uh, that was that. Oh, show. that was the year that yeah, like Loki came out. Um, that was the show that's like based off of like Lovecraft. Yeah, Love Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country. Yeah, I think that's like all that I knew he was in at that time when they announced. It. I was like, really? Okay, yeah. All right, all right. we'll see how he does. Uh, but since then, like we obviously got Loki, and that was he was stellar in that as He Who Remains. Yeah um and then of course basically immortus but i
1: don't know they're not the Kang version yeah they're not ready to dive into all that yet i feel like that will be explained because we've got to sustain kang being a major villain for a couple of phases now
0: yeah so um so yeah that one's gonna be a big one that one's gonna be i'm excited for that one that's huge um no real move off that. Here, you should talk about Evil Dead really briefly. Because uh, I, I got nothing to add to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm to say, I, I kind of just want to like look over, like, what's all the
1: horror movies that we have on here? Um, we got Saw 10 coming out, which I explained that on the marquee um, in that... It's a big old hard pass yeah, at this I'm, point. I'm just so... Like, the key Saw franchise I liked jigsaw was terrible spiral was all right but uh, i just i don't see a need to fully return back to the main saw franchise so i'm not i'm not super eager for that i'm still gonna go see it because it's what i do but i mean (laughs) i'm not i'm not super super self-punishment is what he does pretty much um what else do we have on here that's horror evil dead Rise, scream six scream six kind of the same thing like scream five was okay um, but it, it's it's kind of weird trying to shove us back into this world. So I do like the idea that Scream 6 is taking place outside of Woodsboro. I've said that multiple times now. You're basically feeling burnt out on most of these franchises. Most of these franchises, they're really starting to push it on. Except Evil Dead. Except Evil Dead. And the reason why, thank you for helping ease that transition there. Yep. Um, the reason why I am so super pumped for Evil Dead is that entire franchise, not including the TV show, <laughs> but the entire entire movie franchise, there's not a single bad movie. The the first three Evil Dead, one, two, Army of Darkness, all phenomenal. Various levels of like what they're about. The first movie is straight up horror. The second movie's horror comedy. The third's more comedy than it really is horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remake is right back into pure horror, and it did it very well. Um, I really wish we got a sequel. To that one, this looks even better. Uh, but this is, other than the third movie, this is the first time we're really getting away from the cabin in the woods type of scenario, and we're in a LA apartment with a family. There's little kids involved, which is gonna make this all kinds of messed up depending on what happens to them. Yeah, I'm I'm super psyched for this. The trailer looks really good, or all the trailers. Apparently, there's multiples of them, but yeah. Yeah, I'm still super psyched for this. And the reason why I I, I feel like I'm not that burnt out is because we haven't gotten a sequel every couple of years. The last time we had the Evil Dead movies was back in 2013. So it's been 10 years. I'm ready to go back to the world of the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon.
0: So, yeah, that's why I'm eager for it. You can't say Ventimiglia, but you can say Necronomicon. It's because I've been an Evil Dead fan, like... And you haven't been a Mila Ventimiglia fan.
1: <sighs> he was okay in Heroes.
0: Wow. It was like the first time I actually saw, I, I remember seeing him. And what about This Is Us? No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never watched that. Um, couple movies, like I want to breeze through some of these. Mm-hmm. Not not to the same extent we did on the marquee, but there's some that we definitely want to make sure that we hit and talk about. Uh, Indiana Jones. And the Dial of Destiny. I want to talk about that one real quick. You still haven't seen Crystal Skull. That's going to be fixed this year. You'll end up watching that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I will watch that before I watch uh, Dial of Destiny. I'm so sorry.
1: Um, this S- is going to be the first Indiana Jones movie I see in the theater. <laughs> and there goes all of our
0: subscribers. Yeah. I, again, I've never been like a huge Indiana it's Jones fan. going to be the first one I see in a the theater, too. I, I didn't see Crystal Skull in the theater. Oh, you didn't? I'm pretty I sure I did. did. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Oh, okay. I don't remember seeing it with you. I remember seeing it at home viewing which yeah. or maybe i did i don't know because like for some reason I saw, for some reason movie. i saw crystal skull before i saw uh the third one last crusade last crusade so uh but yeah no this one this one looks interesting i mean we've got harrison ford he's old he's old now um and this one's going to be as modern as we're probably ever going to see the indiana jones franchise get. yeah before it's like passed off to someone else yeah and then somehow brought into modern day which i don't i i think part of the charm of indiana jones is it's not modern day
1: yeah cuz so like indiana jones nowadays where he has access to like the cell internet phones and, and internet. cell phones yeah smartphones and gps and stuff I feel like that loses some of the fun. Like, a lot of the fun is, like, how is Indiana Jones finding out and learning this stuff and getting from place to place? I
0: think that belongs in a museum. Let me do a Twitter poll real quick and find out what people think. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Elon just, says, yes,
0: it definitely belongs in a museum. You could put, like, what is that? The
1: Apple tag or whatever in the box with the Ark of the Covenant so someone can still trace where exactly in that warehouse that the Ark of the Covenant is. Yeah, it's not quick, fun. Quick uh, quick note on this. Don't open it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. like Kind of like how I'm not a big fan of like medieval fantasy type movies. You're just not big on, like, historical type stuff like that. It's weird because some of them I am, some of them I'm not, and it's just—I guess it's just a matter of what it's about. Like yeah. ar- the archaeology type movies, I haven't been major <laughs> fans of either. Like Tomb Raider, Uncharted wasn't bad, but I've never played the video
0: game, so I don't have like the video game to compare Un- it to. Uncharted was better than it probably should have been. Yeah, but yeah, Um, I mean, here's the thing: Crystal Skull did not kill my excitement for this. I don't think Crystal Skull's the best. It's definitely not the best in the franchise. Um, but I will say James it's definitely the worst. In the it's franchise. definitely the worst in the franchise. Uh, James Mangold coming, coming in here though, and stepping in as director, I think yeah. is going to be a huge thing. Just watching the trailer and hearing the theme, one of the greatest movie themes of all time, regardless of whether you're an Indiana Jones franchise fan or not. That is one of those themes where, when you hear it, you're like, "That's a movie thing. Even before the trumpets come in, like you just hear the beginning of the uh, fanfare. Ba-da-dum, 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 yeah. yeah,
1: and you're like, "Oh, here goes." Yeah, right. you're, it's kind of like, uh, like I will compare that to uh, Danny Elfman's Batman theme. It starts off very very quiet yeah and then like especially if you're driving in a car and it kicks in you want to hit that gas pedal and you feel like you're driving the batmobile i don't recommend doing that don't do that yes
0: yeah be safe unless you're in the batmobile um you're batman uh real quickly let's cover these other marvel movies that we're getting uh guardians of the galaxy volume 3 and the marvels guardians
1: 3 looks really good yeah uh, I uh, th- My main thing that I'm anxious for that is Will Poulter as Adam Warlock. Especially if you look back at Will Poulter e- as Kenny in We're the Millers. He's a scrawny, whiny, nerdy kid. You guys got paid? Yeah. And now he's like this... This muscular, like, blonde... uh, Is Will Poulter good-looking? Yeah, You know who he reminds me of? Well, you're probably not going to get this reference because you haven't seen it, but he reminds me of Rocky Horror in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) That's (laughs) that's what he's going to (laughs) be.
0: Creature of the Night. Interesting. He reminds you of Rocky Horror in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that's the character's name. Frankenfurter? No. Oh, it's a different character. Okay. Rocky!
1: Yeah, no, Frankenfurter
0: is building a man... Yeah, okay. He builds Rocky. IV. Uh, you know what? That that connection makes sense there now given who Adam Warlock is. Got it. Uh, well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians 3 looks good though. Obviously, we know this is going to be more about Rocket, and Rocket's probably my favorite character of that bunch. Uh there's just something about Rocket that I find fascinating.
1: Didn't James Gunn say that like secretly like the the three Guardians movies
0: were really about Rocket and not so much about Peter Quill? I mean he he briefly teased something like that. We don't really get to see that, you know, come into fruition until we actually watch this movie because I have no idea what he's talking about cuz Guardians 2 was definitely about Peter Quill, but there was a lot about Rocket in there too. There was. It was definitely a whole like Rocket was a was a B
1: story though comparatively. Yeah, but I I I kind of like the emotional punch of Rocket's story more than the very the father-son generic stuff.
0: father-son Story of Peter and Ego. Yeah, that very generic father-son story where the father gives his mother cancer. You know that generic story. It's not the part of it that I'm talking <laughs> about, but <laughs> uh Guardians Three looks great. I'm excited for it. I can't wait for another trailer for that. Which we should probably get another trailer for that before Ant Man. Yeah, uh, and then after that, after Ant Man already comes out, is when we'll get our first trailer probably for the Marvels, which I'm excited for because I want to see the th- our three main Marvel characters. Kind of coming together here. Didn't we say that there's a, a possible
1: anticipation of a trailer being or playing during the Super Bowl for either Guardians or the Marvels.
0: Um, when is the Super Bowl? That's is
1: beginning that beginning
0: of February. Oh, so it's, it'll be before. It's Ant- literally Man. coming up in like a week and a half. Yeah, rough filming this. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, possibly one uh, at least one of those, if not both of them, will get a trailer. Then maybe during the Super Bowl. I can't guarantee. Excuse me, the uh, big game. <coughs> Superb owl. The superb owl, guys. It's the word super and
1: a bull. I don't know how you can copyright that. They can. Uh superb owl. <laughs> Come after us. I have no money.
0: <laughs> Please don't invite that. Uh <laughs> anyways, yeah. The Marvels. We got Captain Marvel. We've got we're assuming at this point she's gonna be named Spectrum. Um And then we've got no, Miss Marvel. No, there was
1: there was a I heard that it was actually gonna be one of her other names, not Photon. Sp- yes they're
0: actually going a photon. I think so. See cuz when they introduced her in WandaVision, she they was seeing that a shimmering spectrum, spectrum of light. Yeah. yeah, she was seeing a spectrum, so I would assume that they're going to go with that. Um, also because they nicknamed her mom Photon, which I mean she could just be like, "I'm naming myself Photon after my mother." Yeah. Which,
1: you know, and that'd then, be cool. And then of course we're also getting Miss Marvel and then Kamala Khan. Uh um, That's the one I'm I'm eager to see is that she's now we're going to get after watching the Miss Marvel show where she's like all, like a huge fan of Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. Now she's like, oh, I get to meet you and fight with you? Or apparently, we're, last we've seen, she just swapped places
0: with her. So yeah. who knows what's actually happening with that. But And I believe before this show, we're getting Secret Invasion. Before this movie, I, I should say we're getting Secret Invasion. So I believe Secret Invasion leads into this movie. Yes, because that will involve the scrolls,
1: what? which we saw...
0: Uh, yeah, Tayona Paris's character interacting with the scroll before at being the, called up at the end of One Division. Yep. Yes, so a lot of hype. I think that movie's going to get a lot more hype once that show comes out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, a lot more hype's going to be built for that other Marvel movie that we should talk about across the Spider Verse. Not MCU, but it is a Marvel property. Yeah, uh, again, huge fan of Spider Man twenty ninety nine. So yeah, that's my main. I want to watch it for that. And I said this on the marquee into the Spider-Verse was probably our best Spider-Man movie. You may or may not agree with that, but I believe it was our best Spider-Man movie up until no way home. The audience may or may not agree with that. Um, it is, it's, it's a toss up. I think it's a toss up between those two. Um, you can have some nostalgia goggles for Spider-Man too, but anyways, across the Spider-Verse, I think was, it is one I'm incredibly looking forward to because into the Spider-Verse was so good. Yeah, freaking Oscar-nominated Spider-Man movie. I think I'm. I'm trying to think of it, and yeah,
1: Spider-Man Two is still pretty high up there for me. I would have probably also put Far From Home on there. I just think uh, was it only the- for Mysterio? Mo- Most people don't yeah. typically
0: like Far From Home, but Mysterio was. How they did him was No Way Home, I feel like, was getting a little
1: too far-fetched with the whole, like, multiverse thing. Uh, I think, like, doing a multiverse or spider-verse worked great for the cartoon
0: and the comics, but that movie, I feel like, was... uh, Nah, I don't agree. No Way Home was self-indulgent, and I think it had every right to be. I like what they did with it. I think it was fun, but... eh. Yeah. yeah, I'm suspending a little bit of disbelief just to enjoy the movie. Yeah, so I mean, across the Spider Verse, that's a big one on the list. That's a yeah. big look, looking forward to. Uh, in fact, I really want to rewatch Into the Spider Verse here pretty soon. Um, so Mario, you can talk about Mario real quick. That's one of those when we first saw that they were making a Mario movie. <laughs> here we go again. They announced the cast. Yeah, first of all, there's that. There's the, (laughs) Uh uh-oh, we tried this before. (laughs) Let's do it again. Oh, it's going to be animated? Well, that that, helps a little bit. There's still a part of me that wants a good, honest, faithful, live-action Mario movie. Yeah, but you look at the animation, you're like, how do you do a faithful Mario in live-action?
1: So, and and my drawback, my takeaway on this, I don't know, I've, I've seen anyone else kind of say this. You may have seen this, but... It's a computer animated movie. It's basically the video game without me controlling it. For the most
0: part, yeah. we've seen that. It's got a, it's got a little bit more that it can do. It's got a little bit more freedom than mm-hmm. the confines of a video game, but
1: sure. but I mean, if you've ever like been uh, gone over to your friend's house when you're a kid and you're watching them play Mario while you're sitting there waiting for your turn, that's basically what you're doing is you're watching a computer animated Mario that you have no control over. Yeah. Uh I I agree. I wanna see more of a story.
0: But... Hurry up, Illumination. I want my turn. <laughs> Banana. <laughs> um Dang it, Chris Pratt. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I, I want to see a live action Mario and I'm hoping eventually we get that again. Although the thing is, is if this movie does well, we're probably not going to get a live action Mario for quite a long
0: time. Um, and Yeah, that's my prediction. Side note to that, if this movie does well, I don't think we get another live action Nintendo property for quite a while. Pokemon aside, I think Pokemon can still... Pokemon can still do it because... Pokemon can still operate because Detective Pokemon, Pikachu was so good. Yeah, the Pokemon company itself is second party to Nintendo. There's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, anything that's first party Nintendo, Nintendo really doesn't want touched that much like sonic sonic is sega i know but i mean sonic, sonic is not first party nintendo i'm gonna explain these first party second party <laughs> third party to you here sonic is third party to nintendo pokemon is second party and first party is mario got it mario zelda metroid nintendo owns those pokemon metroid is one i want a lot of has exclusive exclusive uh console is nintendo but it is not Owned and created by Nintendo. I want
1: a live-action Metroid and
0: Zelda, and then Sonic you can find everywhere. Yeah, those two, those two exactly uh, would be good. But but yeah, if this turns out pretty well, uh, can those those movies will be animated if they get made. very likely. Nintendo will push for animated. That being said, Super Mario Brothers does actually look good. Yeah. Despite everyone's trepidation based on the cast, Chris Pratt, based on the cast and uh, how Mario sounds, Chris Pratt, uh, it does actually look good. Mm-hmm. Whether or not Mario sounds good is open to interpretation and, you know, how everybody feels. But um, I want to cover. I don't care what you want to cover. I'm moving on.
1: (laughs) Well, so I'll give you a suggestion if you choose to (laughs) jump into it right now or if you want to just keep it in mind as we're going through this. I do kind of want to cover these ones that I pretty much like we don't have really even a logo for officially like Air,
0: Asteroid City, the machine. Look at that. He's pointing out exactly what I wanted to move to next.
1: Oh, well, that works. Hey, it's like we're brothers or something.
0: We have 22 minutes.
1: So let's move on.
0: Yeah, so Air, Asteroid City. What else is on here that we didn't have a logo for? I mean, technically... I mean, we got those two. Uh,
1: so like Air, I like this because it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck about the history of Nike making the deal with Michael... Yeah, with I want to say Michael B. Jordan. Michael Jordan over the Nike Air shoes. That's a different fella. Yeah, I know. Uh, That sounds like... Uh, when I first heard about this, you told told me about this a couple of nights before the marquee, and I was like, "That sounds fantastic! I yeah. want to see this." And I think it was—I don't know what part of that actually made me really anxious for it. I think it was the combination of the story of the Nike Air shoes with mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, done by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Because I'm thinking like Goodwill Hunting again, type yeah. of a, attack.
0: To I the mean, story. Ben Affleck's directing it. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are both producing it with their company. I think they're both starring in, in it. it. Yeah. So they're both going to be in it. Uh, Viola Davis, I believe, is playing Michael Jordan's Michael mom. Jordan's mom. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's playing Michael Jordan yet. We haven't. I haven't seen that. Mm-mm. I don't know if it's actually been officially announced anywhere, but we haven't seen it. Um, I'm. I've, I said this on the marquee. I'm getting uh, Ford v Ferrari vibes off of this kind of yeah. a movie, in which case it's based on a true story. It's essentially a biopic ish, even though it's not directly a but. Bi- it's a biopic about an event, necessarily more more so than a specific person yeah um even though it does it is more so about michael jordan in this case uh just the entire thing just sounds like it's got it's the recipe for a good good movie yeah Uh, definitely a dad movie for those of you who want to qualify such a thing
1: uh
0: asteroid city asteroid city we don't know a whole lot plot wise if anything at all plot wise it's wes anderson if you know wes anderson you know what to expect it's going to be very quirky and stylistic um, it's, it's going to have a huge cast. Yeah, it's basically his movies I would
1: describe as like we're watching a blade of grass grow and as we're watching this blade of grass growing, we hear all of this blade of grass's family all bickering about <laughs> stuff that may or may not actually matter in the lifespan of this blade of grass growing. That's how I would describe a Wes Anderson movie. It's all quirky, it's really weird, there's usually always a massively huge and talented cast, but the story, the filming, everything is just very abstract. And it's hard, like... It's abstract, but it's not. Yeah, I've had a hard time getting into his movies. Uh, I liked Bottle Bottle Rocket was good.
0: I liked uh, Rushmore. Mm-hmm. that's roughly about it. He's very <laughs> attention to detail oriented. The thing about this one though, that we are, the reason why it's so high up on the yeah. list of what we're looking forward to is Tom Hanks is in a Wes Anderson movie and Margot Robbie. I, I, Margot I, I Robbie's there both. too. Yeah. Uh, if you're, if that doesn't get you, get you excited, that doesn't just get your jellies going. I don't know what will. Also, if you're just not a Wes Anderson fan, then I understand that, I mean, it makes complete sense, but yeah, Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I hope we get a trailer for that here pretty soon. Um, a couple things on here. Uh, let's talk about, we talked about Marvel. Let's, let's breeze through some DC real quick. Uh, I'm not looking forward to to any of them. Yeah. In particular. Now that we're, we're still, as of right now, as of this recording, we're still
1: waiting for James Gunn to make an announcement for the love of
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to happen at some point
1: next year. Yeah. Um, so, the thing with this is we know that he's wanting to essentially kind of revamp the DC movies. From way it sounds so far, for the most part, it sounds like everything that was DCEU, which is the movies that are still coming out, Shazam, Aquaman, and The Flash, they're all still primarily DCEU. They're all, for the most part, none of their stories actually matter. Yeah. Not like, say, like an MCU movie, like we had infinity war that story mattered to move on to endgame whatever is being set up in these movies they don't matter for the next movies coming out so therefore there's no stakes it doesn't why do i care yeah it's just seeing these this up on the screen again like it's the
0: fact that as far as we know the franchise itself is coming to an end and going to be rebooted and just kind of kills kind of all excitement for it Uh, The only reason I'm looking forward to these is just getting to see the heroes themselves on the screen again. Yeah. That's it. That's literally the only thing that's selling these movies at this point is you just get to see the colorful superheroes do their thing. I mean, to run through them real quick, I'm not a huge fan of the Aquaman character, although
1: I think Jason Momoa did a fantastic job. And I'm really happy to like I, I, I do like the first Aquaman movie. I just I'm not a big fan of the character, so I really don't care uh was it flash i really don't care about this one cuz even though it sounds like the flash movie is going to be the catalyst for erasing the dceu and moving on to the new dcu yeah everything re- evolving ezra miller I, just, I don't really care anymore i don't get get them out of a movies out of the public eye for right now
0: yeah whatever have you yeah what was the other one that's on there? Shazam. Oh, Shazam.
1: Yeah. The trailer, we just did the trailer reaction a couple of days ago. If and you've seen
0: our trailer reaction, the opinion is still the same from the other day. It's just, eh, looks like a movie. Looks like a movie. Um, and then there's Blue Beetle. Blue
1: Beetle's probably the one that's kind of, like, iffy on here, because it sounds like the it has
0: the potential to be shifted into the DCU. Imagine if that is actually what carries into the new DC universe, where we're now essentially... Picturing the entire breadth of what DC is through the eyes of a brand new superhero. I mean... It, that, I think, actually, as an idea, I think actually could work. It could. I mean I say that out loud. We're still talking about a character that is probably like a C
1: or D-list character in DC. Well, but what was Iron Man before Iron Man came out? Oh, hold on. I'm getting a the point here. C or D-list character that their powers are based on putting on a suit of armor. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Iron Man. Now, granted, I think Blue Beetles, his armor
0: is more mystical... We've covered this before, though. DC, copy Marvel, exactly. Yeah, do
1: it. <laughs> there's nothing... I am I am not going to blame DC for copying Marvel
0: at all whatsoever. If they so. could have, I actually would have probably started with Batman, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's, that's a conversation that we've had before and we'll have again another time. DC, not really looking forward to the movies this year that much. A uh, couple things I want to breeze through real quick. I do want to... There's two specific movies on this list I want to end the discussion on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. That are opening the same day. And that's your hint as to what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, we got a couple movies that have a couple franchises that have sequels coming out. We got A Haunting in Venice, which is the sequel to uh, Death, on, Death Nile. on the Nile, the Hercule Poirot mysteries. We've got John Wick 4, no crazy title for this one. But the poster is just badass. The poster looking. looks great, and it's John Wick. You know what you're <laughs> going to get. Dune 2, we. I, here's the thing I enjoyed doing one I actually want to go back and watch it again to try to glean a little bit more from it this time yeah um, so I mean those you know Mission Impossible that's, that's probably one of the big ones both Mission Impossible and John Wick I think are the ones that we look forward to the most out of those four that I just mentioned
1: yeah, the Mission Impossible movies, uh, kind of the same thing with uh, Mission Impossible with the Fast and Furious franchise. It's time to end this franchise. The big difference, though, is I don't feel like I'm completely burnt out on Mission Impossible.
0: Because they took their time with it, too.
1: Yeah, and they weren't like in a rush to try to get a movie out every single year, every other year type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a lot more agreeable to another Mission Impossible movie. And I know since we're setting this up as Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Part 2 that they're looking at ending their franchise as well. Yeah.
0: And I think they're doing it at a proper time, unlike Fast and Furious. It feels like they have control over the idea of ending the franchise now, whereas Fast and the Furious is, hey, we're still making money. Let's make another movie. Yeah. And I think that's that's the dichotomy there. Ending it at a time where you're like, I feel like we could end it now rather than, let's make another movie because we can make more money type situation. Uh, so cocaine bear looks
1: wild. Can't wait for that. That, looks, that looks insane. Uh, Bo is afraid. The next one from Ari Aster. That looks really curious. I don't know if that's even going to be a horror movie.
0: It's going to or... have. It's going to have some stuff. In it's it, going to have some weirdness to it's it, and I'm it. all for it. Uh, Craven don't care. Um, <laughs> Craven. Yeah, again, as I said on the marquee,
1: Sony burnt me and probably most people with Morbius. I have no interest in a movie about Craven because he doesn't need his own movie. That's crazy. I got burnt on Venom too.
0: I didn't. <sighs> even, I didn't even care to see Morbius.
1: I didn't think the Venom movies are that bad, especially I mean, because they're not really tying them into Spider-Man's the origins with Spider-Man. Carnage looked good. They just did them dirty. Yeah. I don't like Carnage being taller than Venom. That was weird. He's supposed to be scrawnier than Venom. but that's weird.
0: There's a couple movies on this list that uh, you need to uh, keep in mind are from acclaimed directors. Uh, These are going to be ones that you should probably look forward to, and that is uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, which is Martin Scorsese's next movie. It doesn't have a date right now as of this recording, but we're expecting it's going to be premiering at some festivals probably later this year, and we'll probably have a release in time for – Award contention, Yeah, this year.
1: probably towards
0: like December, yeah, very likely. Uh, and then you got The Killer from uh David Fincher, mm-hmm. which is apparently based off of a comics form of, of some, book. yeah, some, uh, some form, but uh, all you need to know there is it's Fincher, so Fincher starring Michael Fassbender, it's yeah. probably
1: gonna be pretty, pretty decent,
0: yeah. And then there's a couple other movies, obviously. Uh, we don't have time to cover all of them, just Google search the movies that are coming out in 2023 and you will, uh, you'll find some other movies that you may or may not be interested in seeing. Um, We also just did the marquee. So if you want to check out the full list, go ahead and watch the marquee. If you weren't there live, Uh, we also do these live, so you can come check them out live, but the replay is available on this YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. If you want to check it out, Uh, the two big movies coming out on the same day that I feel like everybody wants to know our opinion of. Little Mermaid and Elemental Exactly No Barbie and Oppenheimer Oh okay Oh yeah that's right <laughs> uh, Oppenheimer uh, Chris Nolan's next movie You know Chris Nolan is like The director to do event films at this point I like that because your name is Chris You're just like I'm just gonna refer to him as Chris as well I don't
1: need to call him Christopher Nolan I'll just Like everyone else in history. I'll just call him Chris I'm trying to save
0: time And Christopher is a long ass name That's why I call myself Chris Oh okay Well that makes <laughs> sense then um yeah he just does event movies now his his name his name as a director has quickly risen over the course of a decade and a half two decades or so as the a a director whose name sells a movie yeah batman begins helped prestige i thought was great inception interstellar like these movies you know these movies sold his name as a director and so if he's doing a biopic about the guy who invented the atom bomb, essentially, mm-hmm. you're like, all right. I don't know that I cared to see a movie about the guy who invented the atom bomb before, but I I do now. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I think having his name attached to directing
1: it it helps. And then hearing that Killian Murphy is playing him when I heard and then seeing him in the trailer when I heard that Killian Murphy was playing Oppenheimer, my first thought was like, Ooh. oh f- yeah. That is, like, the best. One of the... Why did Killian Murphy always gets casted in, like, great casts? Like, my opinion of him as Scarecrow in the Batman movies, that has to be one of the best castings ever.
0: Yeah. And it really, it really was. It yeah. really was. Um. So, yeah looking forward to Oppenheimer the trailer was fantastic I'm excited he sounded like Oppenheimer he, he did like to the point where we saw him talk in the trailer very briefly I'm like that didn't that voice didn't sound like it came out of that person because no. I've heard him talk before and he doesn't sound like that yeah so uh yeah I that's gonna be it's gonna be a hard watch but it's gonna be a good watch yeah it's probably
1: going to be probably a little slow in some places it's probably gonna be very heady with a lot of like war, political, scientific terms. Mm -hmm. They'll probably say quantum. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe not. (laughs) But
0: on the complete opposite of that, coming out the same day, though... literally like the exact opposite not slow not not uh heavy. man it's gonna be heavy on the
1: eyes it will be there's gonna be so oh. much color saturation in your it's face Margot robbie and ryan gosling are beautiful people <laughs> well no it's just the colors that's A true barbie movie is gonna, gonna just be, be very over. pink over i like when i do color corrections when making videos and stuff i do tend to lend more towards you can see it on here uh, I do lend towards more saturation of colors. This one's going to be probably a little too much. Yeah, but
0: it's going to work. It's going to be funny. It's uh, uh, every everything about this looks great. I mean, we're talking about acclaimed directors. If you if you know by now, Greta Gerwig knows what she's doing in the industry. She's made quite a few good movies at this point. She's got she's got a name for herself as a director. And then the fact that she's the one taking on Barbie as a property is. Yeah. I'm just like. That honestly. Honestly, like look, I'm gonna break this down. If you wanna know my pure excitement for Barbie, it's that. Yeah. That's it. I don't I otherwise don't care about Barbie. I don't give a flying flip about a Barbie movie. It's the fact that it's Greta Gerwig directing it that I'm like, something about this is gonna be special. She's done movies that are really good <laughs> at putting like
1: women making it women forward. Oh sure. Like yeah. Lady Bird. Uh she did the remake of Little Women. Mm-hmm. All of them, like, got great acclaim. Barbie. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't seem like it should be in her wheelhouse, but if you think about it for a minute, it sounds like it's completely in her wheelhouse. Yeah. Because uh, that, I mean, after Barbie came out, it Barbie really was a a, a figure for, like, women's rights, women's empowerment. It's like a role model for little girls
0: to look up to, because Barbie yeah. did everything. President,
1: vet, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Construction worker Oppenheimer. Uh, She's been like everything for the most part. (laughs) Nuclear physicist. (laughs) So yeah, it makes sense that Greta Gerwig would do this, but still, it's a movie uh, about Barbie. Five-star chef. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't. Michelin star. Five Michelin stars. Five Michelin star chef. Uh, That doesn't sound like something that Greta Gerwig would do. But Barbie's the one that called Gordon
0: Ramsay an idiot sandwich.
1: Yeah, (laughs) so great. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And again, uh, we've said this in multiple times. Neither one of us um, played with Barbie dolls as a not. kid. We were little boys. I had G.I. Joe's I, and Ninja I had Ninja Hot Turtles. Wheels.
0: Yeah, Ninja Turtles, X-Men figures. When I went to McDonald's and I got the Happy Meal toy when it was Barbie and Hot Wheels, they always handed me a Hot Wheels. <laughs> and I cared as much about cars as I did Barbie. So it was one half dozen of the other to me. <laughs> I wonder if they do that
1: nowadays, like, excuse me, did you just assume what Happy Meal toy I would like? I would like the Barbie that spins around and has a fairy dancing around it, around her head. <laughs> I wonder how that, because I remember, like, I was in high school working at McDonald's and we are like, is the Happy Meal for I, a boy or a girl? I
0: think they ask you which which toy you'd prefer now. Yeah, instead of like, so what is your kid? Especially if you go through the drive-thru and they just can't see anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that's a complete side note. The <laughs> fact of the matter is, is Barbie's pretty much the most hyped up movie, I think, for this year. And I think... It's weird, but yeah. I, I think when the next trailer comes out, watch them release another trailer for the Super Bowl. Oh, Excuse yeah. Excuse me, the Superb Owl.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm expecting one the during big the big game. The big game. And all these guys are going to be sitting there with their chicken wings and their beer and they're going to be like, the hell is this crap? <laughs> And I am going to see
0: it. I'm going to go see this. <laughs> this looks fantastic. It looks great. <laughs> uh yeah. Also Margot Robbie was like the perfect choice.
1: Is Margot Robbie's like the perfect choice for everything? Like Barbie, Harley Quinn, like Margot
0: Robbie. Although I did see I did, yeah. I did see something on Twitter recently where if James Gunn turns around and, and has to recast everybody in the DC and they unfortunately have to recast Harley Quinn. Oh Mia Goth. Which that's sad. That would be sad. Don't get ahead of me. It should be sad if they have to recast Margot Robbie, but yeah, Mia Goth is a great choice. Uh I also like it was uh I don't know if it was is it actually supposed to come out in
1: twenty twenty three, the Joker sequel? Uh or I think it's twenty twenty Because that one they've also got As far as I know. They're doing uh a version of Harley Quinn in that played by Lady Gaga. Lady which, Gaga. That I feel like is a good cast. So, yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh,
0: actresses out there that could As eventually it turns out, nail Harley. That's freezing. Well, anyways. Anyway, guys, we appreciate you joining us for this episode of the podcast. These are our movies that we are looking forward to the most this year. Again, there's. Quite a few more movies on this list. There's even quite a few more movies than we covered on the marquee. But you should definitely go check out our episode of the marquee if you haven't seen it yet. It is the latest one on the channel. Just go click on our uh, live videos on the YouTube tab, and you'll see you'll see uh, the marquee most anticipated for 2023. Give that a look. See, it's about two hours long, so you'll know, play it in the background while you're doing other things. Um, as far as where you can find us and follow us online, at CinefanaticsMLP MLP on Twitter and Instagram. Best place. Uh, we're doing all sorts of stuff on this channel. We've got, we've got the tagline. That's our, that's our weekly news show, essentially our live show every Wednesday. So you want to come back here and check that out, as well as a myriad of other things, including trailer reactions. And uh, again, the marquee we'll do once a month, typically, if not more. And we'll we'll do some tier rankings and stuff on there. So a lot of fun stuff. You should subscribe to the channel. And come back and check out anything that we are doing. Hit like on this if you enjoyed it. Hit like on this if you didn't enjoy it. I don't care. Hit like. <laughs> if you're watching the video version. If you're watching the video version. Uh, go ahead and leave a comment down below to let us know what your favorite movie that you're looking forward to this year is going to be. What's 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 got your jellies going? What are you most excited for? You're obsessed with the jellies. Jellies. Pikachu said it. Yeah. Um, and then of course if you're on the podcast side give us a good rating wherever you're listening to the podcast at that would really we would really 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 appreciate that it helps out a ton uh as far as where you can find us you can find me at chris adams mlp on twitter instagram and letterbox as well as twitch.tv where i'm streaming and gaming and having a lot of fun
1: yeah you can follow me at robert adams mlp on twitter Instagram and letterbox also youtube.com slash at Robert Adams MLP, which I will be doing something on there probably within the next month or so. I have no, I believe so
0: all sorts of stuff. You can anticipate all sorts of greatness from us as well as from the movies this year. Uh, I hope you're, I uh, hope you're looking forward to some good, good film this year. Cause it looks, that's uh, the one thing that, that the takeaway from this whole list that we've got here is that we are, we are wildly positive. It seems about, the majority of the movies coming out there's a
1: lot of interesting movies coming out and we're eating very well at the movie theater that's true and
0: oh shoot oh no we didn't have time to talk about the paw patrol movie oh well (laughs) yeah you know i I just just so happened it it didn't work out so (laughs) anyways guys appreciate y'all checking this one out thank you for watching we'll see y'all on the next episode goodbye atro phrase just as clever as the intro phrase